Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Seriously, you gotta ask the question. Is the swamp trying to get into a war with Russia? It's not just me asking that. Henry Kissinger's warning about it. You know, the original neocon, that guy, probably the most respected foreign policy mind of the last century. Last week, he warned us not to do what we're doing this week. Or what? It could cause, in his own words, World War III or even nuclear war with Russia. Do I have your attention now? When Henry Kissinger and Tucker Carlson are on the same page, I'm all ears. I've been warning you since last year that the swamp was looking for a way to get into a war with Russia. They've been doing this since Syria, but they really badly want one now. I'll get into why in a minute. But first, let me tell you what they're doing. The very thing the Pentagon swore in March it would never do because it would be too much of an escalation. The very thing the Joint Chiefs of Staff told us in the past could cause World War III with Russia. Delivering Patriot missiles to Ukraine. It's no longer theoretical. That doesn't make it any less shocking. Nope, it's happening. The Biden administration announced it late Wednesday. They're going to deliver Patriot missiles to Ukraine. That's why they trotted out Zelensky to try to sell this war to the American people who have no idea what they're contemplating. This is the kind, the exact kind of escalation last week that Kissinger warned us about in the pages of the left-wing website Politico. Here's Tucker Carlson explaining the problem. The Biden administration is preparing to send Patriot missile defense systems to Ukraine. These are not surface-to-air missiles. These are long-range missile defense systems that can shoot down both missiles and aircraft. They are more advanced than any weapon this country has sent so far to Ukraine. That's saying a lot. As recently as March, the Pentagon denied that it would ever do anything like this. A senior U.S. defense official said in March that, quote, there is no discussion about putting a Patriot battery in Ukraine. In order to do that, you would have to put U.S. troops with it to operate it. In other words, you would have American troops directly fighting Russia. Congress has not authorized that. The American public is not in favor of that. There's no justification for that. And, of course, the risks of doing that are profound. But now we are. Positioning troops in Ukraine is no longer a problem. It's no longer a theoretical problem. It's a reality. And Democrats in Congress are encouraging it. Watch. 
We can provide them air defense systems. That supplying these Patriot systems could lead to a very serious escalation in this war that would involve the U.S. and Russia now directly fighting. I'm not that worried, Aaron. Oh, Americans would be if they were allowed to know what Vladimir Putin has been saying. But that's all but blacked out here. Try to find RT, Times of Russia. I just like to see what Russia's saying. You can do it on our web browsers here in America, but it's very, very difficult. It's almost entirely blocked. And that's the problem, says Tucker Carlson. It's insane that Democrats and Republicans aren't worried about this. But what's Russia's response? How close are we to something awful? Most Americans don't know because news from Russia has been cut off completely here. You're not allowed to know. It's been censored as it is in North Korea. But you should know that the Russian foreign ministry has warned that there'll be, quote, consequences if the Biden administration puts Patriot missiles and U.S. personnel in Ukraine. Is that Russian propaganda? No, it's just what they said. So in order to underscore the point, the Russian government has just released footage of the Yars nuclear missile. That missile is capable of hitting both the United States and the UK. You're seeing footage of it right now. It shows a Russian Yars rocket being installed into a silo south of Moscow. A Russian general told state media that the plan is to hit London. Quote, you don't have to hit Washington first. It's too far away. London is next door. London is the main hotbed of all nastiness. So however you feel about Ukraine, you can oppose the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Most people do. We do. This is very serious. And you'd think that lawmakers in Congress would notice it was happening, but they don't seem to care. As Adam Schiff said the other day, Armageddon is a small price to pay because we need to defend, quote, democracy in Ukraine. Do you think the risk of direct conflict is growing? Uh, I think it is growing. Uh, I think it is manageable. And I think the Biden administration has done a remarkable job in managing that and not letting it get out of hand. Um, but you see Putin continue to rattle the nuclear saber, which is extremely dangerous. Uh, it, it can't deter us, though, from giving our full and complete support to Ukraine. So how do we get to a place where Adam Schiff, who is demonstrably dishonest and reckless, almost demented, in the way he behaves, is playing a significant role in U.S. foreign policy. It's scary. What might happen if we actually do this? Well, we've got an idea, because this isn't the first time we've proposed it. Back in 2016, when Hillary Clinton was running for office, and we, the Obama administration, was busy trying to get into a war with Russia in Syria. They've only changed the address. Hillary Clinton was asked, what's the first thing you'd do your first day in office? She said, oh, Patriot missile shields over Syria. What does that mean? Well, when they say that, what they mean is we're going to start shooting down Russian planes. We're going to shoot down Russian military in planes. These are acts of war. So the Joint Chiefs' staff was asked about that interview. Will that work out? They warned point blank. Well, that could cause World War III, but if she's elected and she's the president, we'll try to make it happen. Well, that's exactly what we're proposing right now. What the Joint Chiefs said could cause armed conflict with Russia, potentially a world war. What Kissinger warned last week could cause a third world war, perhaps even a nuclear one. Here's some serious questions nobody's laying out for the American people. What happens the first time one of our Patriot missiles operated by our troops shoots down Russian troops out of the air in Ukraine. 
God forbid it's over Russian airspace. That's another thing with Patriot missiles. They are notoriously unreliable for accuracy. Because think about it, they're hitting targets in the air. What happens if one of these missiles goes astray and hits Russian troops on the ground, strays into Russia? I'm sure Putin will be totally cool with that. He's only threatening to nuke London. Hell, get over it. No, that's not a strategy. Here's another question. If Putin would threaten to retaliate with a strike on London, then surely he'd hit one of our positions that we're firing the Patriot missiles from, especially if we knock his troops out of the air, knock out, I don't know, a transport carrier. That will be expected by the other members of the Russian government, the other members of Putin's party, demanded even. That's what makes all of this utter and complete madness. You saw how the pullout of Afghanistan went. You want to let that president, those military leaders who are obsessed with erasing gender from the military, who are that insane, confront Vladimir Putin, a nuclear-armed country? Now, let me lay this out from Putin's point of view so you can understand. See, because most Americans and majorities in polls oppose this Ukraine funding, this printing when we're broke. But most Americans really think of this as a zero-sum game for them. Doesn't really affect their lives. It's way over there. We're not exactly surrounded. But for Putin, it's totally different. We have him surrounded. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I've documented how we have escalated our troops from 60,000 in the European theater to 100,000, most of them in the countries surrounding Russia right now, the other NATO countries. We literally have a massive amount of pressure on him. That is a troop escalation, the likes of which we haven't really seen since World War I and World War II. And Putin knows it. He'd be scared to death. I'd be scared to death. We're completely irrational from his point of view. He's not wrong about this. We have accused them in recent years of interfering in our, our elections, mounting a coup, installing a president, Donald Trump, in a coup, hacking the DNC server. These are acts of war. In retaliation, in the final months of the Obama administration, we rolled tanks up to the Russian border for something we know damn well the Russians didn't do. They are right to fight us with everything they have. We have them surrounded. They don't have us surrounded. They're like a cornered animal. Now, I want you to imagine this. Pretend that you are a Russian citizen, a high-ranking member of the Russian military, or Vladimir Putin for a moment. Because this is what he faces. Suppose, as an American, you saw in 2014 the Russians come in, sponsor a paramilitary group that was heavily infiltrated with Nazis. And that group went in and overthrew the Mexican government, just to the south of us. Under Barack Obama, that's exactly 
what we did during the Orange Revolution, which we armed and trained the fighters for. And it wasn't covert, secret, or some conspiracy. We bragged about having done it. John Brennan gave interviews about having done it when he was the head of the CIA. Our State Department, Victoria Nuland, took a victory lap. Then we, somebody, attempted to assassinate the duly elected president of Ukraine, who was pro-Russian, on his way out of town after we overthrew him in a coup. So now imagine the Russians had done this. They're now running the Mexican government. Would you feel a little nervous about that? Then imagine the Russians made up lies, made up a pretext about us meddling in their elections, us mounting a coup in Russia in their elections. And suppose Russia used that to roll tanks right up to our border. Would you want to go to war? Would you feel justified? I personally would be doing podcasts demanding that we bomb the hell out of them right away. You can't menace us on our own border, but that's what we've been doing. Then suppose U.S. military leaders and our elected officials said, look, we're going to need a buffer zone in Mexico. We can't let the Russians get right up on our border. I totally support that, wouldn't you? And we invaded Mexico. Worse yet, in an international agreement we were party to, we agreed Ukraine would never be taken into NATO. Why? Because that would mean we could roll our troops and our tanks right up to the Russian border in Ukraine if it's a member of NATO and Russia strikes Ukraine in its own defense. Guess what? Now the whole world is at war with Russia. This is why that was the line in the sand when Joe Biden pulled a nasty trick. Do you remember this? To get Russia to invade Ukraine. He announced um, in you know last winter, last December, that he had changed his mind and um, Ukraine would be joining NATO. We're already menacing them on their border. We've already overthrown the government of Ukraine and installed a pro-U.S. instead of a pro-Russian border. And now, if Russia retaliates in any way, they're in a world war. We can roll right up to their border if we want, but they can't retaliate. Think if they did that to us. And then try to imagine how we might retaliate. My whole point here is not to say that Putin's a good guy. He's not. He is much as much of a thug and an oligarch and a criminal as, well, the Biden family or the other oligarchs currently running this country in our first oligarchy. And that's what it is. A profoundly corrupt oligarchy in this country clashing with a profoundly corrupt oligarchy in that country. Whatever. I don't want to die. The bottom line is we have no strategic interest of any kind in this war. In fact, you just heard Adam Schiff. The best he can come up with is, well, we got to preserve democracy. They don't even have a reason we're in this. And how do you preserve democracy by propping up a thug like Zelensky? He's banned independent media in that country, shut down every single media outlet but one, which he nationalized. Up until then, uh, reporters routinely disappeared and never came back in Ukraine. That's what they do. They disappear you. This is a country um, and a leader who banned political opposition parties, all of them, and attempted to jail his political opponent. In other words, he's a lot like Venezuela. If we're doing this for some theoretical feel-good reason about protecting democracy, this is the last ruler we want to prop up. Worse yet, 
He's now begun to try to shut down churches, including one 1,400-year-old church that has repeatedly condemned the Russians for their role in the war on Ukraine. Zelensky just doesn't consider them loyal enough. This ain't a democracy. It's a dictatorship. So why does the swamp want this? I've got two theories on this. The number two largest source of campaign donations is the military industrial complex. They got a lot of money from a lot of contractors who are really anxious. They're not getting the military contracts because we've pulled out of Afghanistan. We don't have anywhere to send them. And then there's this other thing. Think of the suppression opportunities. The American people aren't buying the pandemic thing anymore. They don't have a good reason to lock us down, but boy, do they want to. They loved that power. Can you imagine the power that they would have well, locking us down, controlling our speech, saying anything that made them look bad is Russian disinformation, letting the FBI off the chain on social media, uh, painting Elon Musk as a Russian dupe. I mean, it goes on and on and on. I mean, this would be a major, major escalation in their personal power um, if we could get into some kind of conflict with Russia. God forbid nuclear conflict with Russia. An even more terrifying indicator of where we're headed, because this was big news, we recently changed our nuclear doctrine officially as a country. Do you realize that? Our doctrine used to be that if you hit us, we will 100% balls to the wall, hit you back. But we're not going to do it preemptively. It's always been important in the nuclear era that we had that because, you know, we did Hiroshima, right? So we don't want other countries thinking we're going to do a Hiroshima again, but this time with nuclear bombs. Why? Because they might want to go preemptive. So we have always been clear throughout our entire nuclear history, these weapons are purely defensive. They will never be offensive. We will never strike first. We just changed that doctrine. I don't know if you realize that. To say, well, you know, in some some cases, you know, we might go preemptive if there's, you know, a threat to democracy. Damn. Do you realize how that looked to Russia as we have tanks on their border and now we're rolling Patriot missiles in with the U.S. troops to operate them? Think how you'd feel if that was Russia in Mexico. Well, Putin just uh, announced that he is now thinking because Russia has the same doctrine. We won't hit unless we're hit first. That he is now thinking of going to an offensive doctrine. One where they, you know, might hit first to prevent an attack. Folks, can you see what's happening here? Just pray that Vladimir Putin keeps his head because Washington can't be trusted to. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 